0: Hello and welcome back to the P A L with Rebity, T, the Pirke Avos Learning, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Pirke Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in season four, chapter two, Mishnah five, Parik Bet, Mishnah who Omer, he used to say, Ain Bor Ireche. there is no ignoramus beer, Bor excuse me, not boor, maybe he becomes a boor because he has too much beer and too much alcohol, but there's no ignoramus, no boor who fears sin. In order to actually fear sin, you have to really understand the mitzvahs, you have to understand what to avoid of the Averus. You have to have the Torah knowledge a little bit, you have to understand what you have to do and what you have to not do. Below, Am Arts chassid, nor an uneducated person who is pious, an Am Haaretz who is pious, a chassid, you have to be educated to be able to understand what to do and be able to go to the Fnei Meshur, so to be a little more pious and a little bit above and beyond what's expected of us to be a little bit of a chassid. If you're embarrassed, if you're someone who's shy, you can't really learn. You're not going to be able to ask questions. You're not going to feel comfortable to ask questions. You're going to feel too embarrassed to learn, and then you're not going to learn at all. Nor can a strict person teach. Someone who's a... Disciplinarian, someone who's an authoritarian person or parent or teacher is not going to be able to teach, is not going to be affected. They're going to be terrified of them, but they're not actually terrified of the teacher. You're not actually going to learn from the teacher. The best type of parenting is not authoritarian, where it's controlling and it's not really love and it's just too strict and it's very conditional. You do this for me, I actually like you and I love you. Don't do this for me. I don't like you or love you. The best is authoritative, where you're loving but strict. You're firm but very loving. That also comes to teaching, also. So, someone who is too strict is not someone who's going to be able, that's really going to be effective teaching. And not everyone who gauges excessively in business will become wise. It takes a lot of work to be a good businessman. It takes a lot of hashkacha from Hashem to be a good businessman. And not everyone has the mind for business. Not everyone has the mind for medicine. Everyone has their own occupation. Everyone has their own job. Everyone has their own tafka, their own calling of what they're supposed to do. Uvamakom sheein anashim My favorite phrase of the entire Mishnah and maybe one of my favorite phrases in the entire Mishnah of Pirkei Avos. Uvamakom anashim In a place when there are no men lihios ish you need to become that man where is where there are no leaders, where there are no innovators, where there are no creative people, when there's people that didn't think of your idea, that doesn't have your idea, doesn't have your invention, you need to be the one that gets up and do it. You need to be the one that does it. If there's a place that doesn't have a leader, and there's a place that doesn't have any leadership, there's a place that doesn't have any cont- anyone trying to run the business, run the program, run the website, run the magazine, run the whatever, you need to be the person to do that. When there's no man, strive, you become that man. You stand up and take hold of whatever it is. You have an idea for a book. You have an idea for a magazine. You have an idea for a show, for a podcast, or whatever. You need to be the one that does it. No one else is going to do it for you. Another missionary prayer told us, ani. You know, you have to do things for the greater good. No one's going to do it for you. You need to stand up and do it. If there is no leader, you need to be the one to stand up and be the leader remember you have to be a little bit learned to understand how to actually have proper fear of sin you have to be a little bit learned to understand what the, what the halacha the laws are to be above and beyond to be a real pious person can't be embarrassed to learn and you can't be too strict too controlling authoritarian to teach it's not the effective way of teaching not a good way of teaching you need real love and real 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 ability to be accepting and, and real proper boundaries to be the the proper educator the proper teacher and not everyone's going to be successful in every occupation. You have your talents, your capabilities, and your abilities. You're supposed to use it in the right way that Hashem wants you to. And in the place where there are no men, no leaders, no one with that idea, you need to stand up and do it. You need to be the one that does it. Let's see what Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yonas says. There's no ignoramus who fears sin or an uneducated person who is pious. An ignoramus or bore is empty, which is a play on the Pesach from Boratius. The pit is empty, lacking Torah, mitzvahs, and proper behavior. This is the person. Person that doesn't have the torments and the proper behavior. Unclus translates the words the land will not be desolate from voracious, as Los Savour, it will not become boor, empty. There is no need to say that an ignoramus cannot be pious because he cannot even reach the level of fearing sin. He is so totally empty that he will not even know how to avoid Sin, but an uneducated person or an ama'aretz who is in contact with others can fear sin. Since he has good midos and some degree of clear thinking, he will know how to protect himself from sin. He can be pious, doing and keeping what he is told to do. But only one who is great in Torah can know how to approach and attain the level of piety or chasidus. Piety requires purity of the heart and refinement of the soul and all the other positive midos. The uneducated person or ama'aretz lacks the wisdom that would carry him from the middle of the road to the pious extreme of chasidus, doing more than strength required by the letter of the law. Lethnei Meshur siddin is a wonderful thing. Don't be so accurate, so measured, that you only do exactly what the halacha says, especially when it comes to chesed and mitzvahs. Go Go a little bit above and beyond. If it says to give a tenth of tzedakah, give a little more. Give a ninth. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to destroy your bank account. Of course, if you really have no money, obviously don't do that, but for an average person, you know, go above and beyond. If it says to give a meal for a friend, give a little more. Give them, cutlery, give them them napkins give them a dessert if it's if a person wants you to drive them just to the train and not to the and, and not to their just from the train to a random block and not to their house go above and beyond do it to their house the extra two minutes is really going to hurt you go above and beyond be lift name assurance go more than what's asked for you and it'll really come back only in good things and merits and mitzvahs for you That is the way of doing more than is strictly required by the letter of the law. This is why it's called an Amarach, literally translated as people of the land. His behavior is in keeping with Erecher, it's literally the way of the land, ordinary rather than exceptional. We want everyone to be exceptional, especially in terms of mitzvahs and chesed and Torah learning. A shy person can't learn. Shyness is a positive midah in every area except learning. As it says, I will speak of your statutes in the presence of kings and not be embarrassed coming from Tehillim. When David and Melech fled from Shoal and stood before non-Jewish kings, he was not embarrassed to speak of Torah and mitzlis, even if he was ridiculed and his words were mocked. When it comes to learning, it is not good to be shy. A student should never say, fool that I am. How can I presume to ask questions of a brilliant taller scholar when my own intelligence and understanding are so sorely lacking? If he spends his life thinking like this, where will he ever learn wisdom? As our ethical scholars say, ask a foolish question wisely and guard it as a generous person would. That comes from Mivchar Peninim, Shar HaChachma. Generous people neither waste their money nor hoard it, but give it willingly, generously, and happily to the right causes, as we explained above in Avos one. Of course, we've mentioned this many times before. A person should be generous. A person should give. You never lose by giving for chesed, for giving for mitzvahs. Hashem will get it back to you. Hashem will make sure it comes back to you. Hashem will reward you. That's the only area Hashem says to test me is ma'asir, giving tzedakah, giving charity. Aser to ta'asir. That's why it says aser ta'asir. Aser to ta'asir. Give tithes so that you will become rich. That might be the formula to get rich is by giving a lot of charity. Same is true of one who seeks wisdom. Excuse me. He should discuss it with knowledgeable people at the appropriate times, but not every, but not with everyone and not at the wrong time. It's about the proper timing, the proper placement. As we see, one should ask whatever questions he has without embarrassment in order to learn. Nor can a strict person teach. A teacher should not be impatient, easily angered, or short-tempered. And I would add, not... And it should not be a person that's lacking love. You have to have love for your students and care for your students. He must be magnanimous. Answer any questions that his students may put to him. Even if they have difficulty understanding his answer, he should repeat it until they understand the matter fully. That comes from Ervin. You think about, I think, Rav Papa, who would teach a student 400 times. One time he was teaching a student, and he mentioned to a student he has to go to a chasana or go to a simcha or something, and the student... Couldn't get it, the normal 400 times. And the, and, the, and Rav Papa said, why didn't you get it? I see, I see that you weren't able to grasp it. And he said, Rabbi, ever since you said you've got to go away to the chasana or whatever, to the simcha, to the wedding or whatever, I wasn't able to get it, I was distracted. So then Rav Papa taught it to him another 400 times. Can you imagine? Even if the Gemara is exaggerating how many times, the amount of patience, the amount of ability is, is mind-boggling, is amazing to strive to as an educator, as a teacher, as a parent, as a friend, as a family member. What amazing ability to try to roll, look up to as a role model. We should repeat things until they understand the matter fully for our students. And not everyone who engages successfully in business will become wise. If you're involved with business all day, making that your main focus and Torah learning only secondary, you will never become wise. And my favorite phrase of the whole Mishnah, in a place where there are no men, nashim, try to be a man, ish. The Rishonim explain... As follows, In a place where there is no one to inspire to do mitzvahs or to rebuke you, then you should try to be a man. you be the one to admonish yourself to do only what is right in the eyes of Hashem. We could also explain this in keeping with the teaching of our sages. If you see a generation where Torah studies weakening, engage in Torah, le- in Torah learning as it says it is a time to act for God, and they desecrated your Torah. Why is it a time to act for God? Because they have desecrated your Torah. This is explained at the end of Brachos. In 63, Rava claims that the verse can be read both ways, both it is a time to act for God, Desecrate the Torah, and the reverse order is the time to act for God because they've desecrated your Torah, and they're both correct. We can explain further that in a place where there is no one greater than you in wisdom, try to be a man. Do not refrain from working to become even wiser. Even if there is no one wiser than you in the entire city, even if there is no one as wise as you in your whole generation, you should view yourself as if you lived in the time and place of the great sages of the Talmud. Even if you should manage to reach their level, imagine then you are standing among the prophets of Moshe Rabbeinu. When will you reach their level of piety and wisdom? This way you will never neglect your learning. You will refine your midst daily because you will gain more mis- wisdom and become like an overflowing spring. And of course, I would add in saying when it says, it means any situation, any time where there isn't that leader, there isn't that person, you should be that person. You have an innovation, you have an invention, you have an idea. You have to capitalize on it. No one else will. So don't be strict. It's not the way to teach. If you are engaged excessively in business, not everyone's going to be wise, not everyone's going to be successful because not everyone's tafkad is is in business. And everyone can have their own kit in their own way. Remember, a shy person can't learn. You can't be too embarrassed, and you have to be able to have the mitzvahs to have the ability to know not to be a a bore, and to be able to properly fear sin. You have to be educated to understand what it means to be pious, to go above and beyond the letter of the law. Join us next summer as we talk about the idea of Mida Konegad Mida here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.